We're talking White Ferns cricket on the program now. Had an opportunity yesterday to square up the three-match T20 series against their Australian counterparts. Uh, got off to a rollicking start to the bat of Susie Bates, but unfortunately it uh, wasn't enough. And eventually Australia canted to, I suppose you can describe, as a comfortable enough win in the 19th, well, I think six wickets it was. Susie Bates joins the program now. Um, that's got to get right up your nose, doesn't it, Susie? Especially with the start you've got. Disappointment all round, I expect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think after game one, you know, we batted really well as a group. We had a lot of contributions throughout the the team. And then in that um, second game yesterday, look, we got off to one of our best starts against a good Aussie side. And I think we were 93 at the 11th over and, and only managed to get to 140, which against a quality batting lineup um, just wasn't enough. And so it's just frustrating that, you know, after that first game, you know, we think we're heading in the right direction and we weren't able to um, back up that performance with the bat. Okay, so it, simplistically, you just didn't score enough runs, but can you delve slightly deeper? Why was that the case? I think there's only three of you actually managed to score double figures. Yourself, uh, the skipper, and uh, Matty Green chimed in with a with a quick 15 or so. So just a matter of no one combining for partnerships. Yeah, I think um, it's been a little bit the nature of our side in the, in the last 12 months is, that we've had um, one of the top order um, manage to, to score a decent score, but we haven't had enough contributions in and around that. And look, in the warm-up game against the Australian A-side in the first first game against Australia, we had, um, I guess, everyone chip in. So, it, look, I don't know what the answer is. We've got players that have proven they have the ability. It's just... Um, been able to do it under a little bit of pressure and against one of the best sides in the world and we've got to keep sticking with our game plan and, and backing our processes because we know it's there, we just um, you know, 2020 is pretty fickle and a few of the girls, you get a bit tied down with dots and it's hard to come out of that when you know you need to score. How much is a, is it is a technique issue when you look through the wickets? Is that problematic or is it just a headspace drama? <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm not huge on technique. I, I do think <laughs> 2020 is all about confidence and backing your game and being really, really clear on how you want to play and then 100% committing to that. And you've got to be prepared to fail. Um, you know, the way you, you need to play 2020 at this level is to not fear getting out and just back your skills and 100% commit to that. As soon as you start fearing getting out, that's when you can get um, a little bit caught up in, in how you should play when you just need to go out and see ball hit ball. Yeah, well, it's a very much then a headspace situation. You mentioned about the tyranny of dot balls before. It's extraordinary how big and aggressive they can get after only two or three on the trot. Yeah, and I think that's, that's the thing against England and Australia who are relentless with um, you know, where they bowl and they don't give you much. If you, you face two or three dot balls, it can build pressure pretty quickly and, and put pressure on down the other end. And you know that's what, as a collective, going into this World 2020, we need to talk about how to score off their good balls, not just um, putting away the bad balls, because the Aussies don't tend to give you too many bad ones. Mm. We're talking uh, with Susie Bates, who managed a half-decent score up against the Australians uh, yesterday in the second T20 match of 377 off 52 balls. Uh, how much of that was focused rage after the way you were sawn off a couple of days beforehand, do you think, Susie? Yeah, it was um, really disappointing to get out in that first match to Perry on her first ball. And um, I talked to Matt Bell, the batting coach, about getting a bit stuck in my crease and my strength is getting down the wickets. I was real focus um, yesterday to get on the front foot and take it to them. So just with having that mindset, I think I played a lot better in um, looking down the ground. So it was nice to I guess, sort of chat about that and be able to actually 
make the adjustment pretty quickly. Um, it does help. We had a little bit of luck early on, and that sometimes helps you stay a little bit focused and get a second chance and make them pay. Tell us about the bowling and how you set up to try and defend such a relatively modest target. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. They've, they sort of have um, a pretty good batting lineup with at least Perry down at number seven. They've got a lot of bets, but um, with that, we know that they're going to come really hard. They've talked about it in the press that their top four are just going to have a, a real swing and, and sort of let Lanning and um, Haynes settle into their innings. So we know with a score like that, you have to bowl them out and take wickets. So that was kind of the plan with Leah Tahuhu and Sophie, two of our strike bowlers, to try and take a few wickets early. But once you don't take those uh, wickets, when you've only got 140, it makes it pretty tough. And in the first game, we managed to get early wickets, but we perhaps just couldn't get that one extra one that would have got a bit deeper into their tail. How's Sophie's headspace after that first game? Um, I don't think she contributed much yesterday, and that was an absolute shocker when she got given it. it man, it bounced about a foot before it got caught. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Sophie's in uh, probably one of the best headspaces I've ever seen her. She's so um, relaxed about her cricket, and you know she knows how she wants to play, and she goes about it the same way every game. And um, We want her to play as freely as she can because she's one of the most destructive batters, and in the world, but yeah, she's a pretty competitive character and I think that catch uh, probably pushed a few buttons. We, we tend to have a few battles against the Aussies in, in terms of some decisions, but look, she'll just keep her head down and um, they know how destructive she can be. I think she's one of the most feared batters in women's cricket at the moment. So I think the key is for us is to keep performing in that middle order so she keeps feeling like she can play really freely and, and not worry about getting out. And we don't want her to bat responsibly. We want her to go out there and smash it. I love that. That's the best instruction ever. And, and how's life under the new uh, the new regime, if you will? Well, new oldest regime. Is that all pretty settled, is it, Susie? Yeah, I have to say I've, I've been sleeping a lot better. Like, um, you look, it's frustrating to lose, but I tend to not overthink every decision I made out on the field now that I'm, I'm sitting back a little bit more. But, but Amy's been brilliant, and we've always had a really good working relationship, and it's been nice playing under her. And it was a little bit weird at first, to be honest, I, um, you know, it felt a little bit strange to sort of just be sitting back, but um, no, I'm really happy with the decision, and I'm still really wanting to help move the team forward. So it's exciting. So, do you think it's it, it's helped with your batting? I mean, immediacy. Just look at that 77. That that slight relief, that wee bit of weight off your shoulders. Yeah, I, I definitely think it has. I think probably the last 12 months, I have felt a little bit burdened by how the team's been going and taking probably too much responsibility at times and. You know, the time off the field's been spent, you know, planning the bowling and the meetings and probably not focusing as much on my batting. So it's allowed me to, I guess, spend more time talking about my batting and how I'm going to play. And, um, yeah, I think that just helps with preparation and being a bit fresher out in the middle. Well, wishing the best of luck for Friday night's game. Great evening entertainment for Kiwis. Anyway, gets underway. I think it's 10 past nine at New Zealand time at the Monaco Oval uh, up in Canberra. Should be a good one. Uh, I know you can't win the series, but uh, good for preparation ahead of that World Cup coming up in November. Susie, as always, thanks for your time. Uh, thanks for being so straight up and down. And Frank, it's always a pleasure. Cheers. Thanks very much, Darcy.